All right, good afternoon, fellow listeners and podcasters, on this 18th of July, 2022. So, we've all heard of that phrase in the workplace, that familiar phrase, work-life balance, and I got some strong air quotes going on right now. So, we've all, we've all heard of that, right? Work-life balance. Well, after talking to a few people and reading some very interesting articles, I need to ask myself, have we gotten it all wrong all these years? I would venture to say that we probably have. After having a great one-on-one session with some of my work colleagues, they brought this to light and how having a work-life balance is still a little stressful. Because if you really think about it, that phrase connotates that there, there's, uh, there's a give and take and something inevitably gets more attention than something else. So today, I'm bringing you a few nuggets from the teams over at lifehack.org and Maryville University. They break down both work-life balance and work-life harmony. And uh, it gives us some tools and tips on how to achieve them. So let's go to work, shall we? The first article excerpt comes to us from uh, the blog at Maryville University in St. Louis, Missouri. So thanks, guys. Thanks for, thanks for writing that piece there. Work-life balance versus work-life harmony defined. Work-life balance and work-life harmony may seem similar, but they are not synonymous. Work-life balance refers to how people manage the time they dedicate to work and the time they spend on other activities. Work-life harmony involves incorporating work into the rest of life in a way that promotes happiness both at home and in the office. While work-life balance is an older concept, Many of us today, many of today's business leaders are now embracing the idea of work-life harmony. We're going to get into why that's happening, okay? Okay, let's break this down just a little bit. How to find work-life balance. Workers, students, and those who do do both can take several steps towards achieving a healthy work-life balance, okay? So a couple of bullet points here. We have Create a dedicated workspace. Very, very important. Establishing a dedicated space to study and work, whether a desk, in a home office, or space at your kitchen table, it can help you mentally separate work and study time from personal time. Establish a routine. Office workers often have a set routine. Okay, I'm going to read that again. Office workers often have a set routine. Listening to a certain podcast on the commute on on their commute, wink wink. <laughs> Stopping at a favorite coffee house uh, and walking during lunch breaks. Establishing a routine when working from home, such as powering up your computer at a set time and taking regular breaks, can help you separate work and study time from your home life. Not bad. All right, that's pretty good. Uh, Communicate. If you feel overwhelmed with your workload, be upfront with your supervisor or your instructors. If your roommates or family members are disrupting your schedule, uh, express your needs to those around you. Clear communication can make for a better understanding and help you achieve the results you're looking for. All right. So that was a little bit about work-life balance. Let's look at ways of achieving work-life harmony. Let's see what Maryville says about work-life harmony, okay? How to find work-life harmony. Achieving work-life harmony means reassessing how you integrate your work life into your personal life. They shouldn't be in competition, okay? I'm going to put a put a little bit of bold underline highlight. They should not be in competition. They should coexist. These steps can help you start on the path to work-life harmony. All right, 
couple of bullet points under here. Be present. When you're working, make sure you're fully engaged with your tasks and activities. Then put your work responsibilities out of mind when you're off the clock. Set priorities. Establish goals and priorities for work, school, and home. This will help you focus on the tasks that give you satisfaction, happiness, and a sense of accomplishment. Enjoy what you do. If you're not already passionate about your work, find purpose in what you do and embrace it. If you can't, it may be time to explore an alternate career or academic. And if you don't have enough personal or family time, make changes to allow for those rewarding experiences. All right. So, so far, uh, what sounds better to you guys? Balance or harmony? Let's look at some of the benefits of both, all right? Now, keep in mind, we're still with uh, Maryville University's blog, so not too bad. All right, benefits of work-life balance and harmony. Work-life balance and harmony are important on a variety of fronts. In addition to reducing sickness, stress, and burnout, improving one's work-life balance and harmony also increases happiness and productivity. So, Uh, From this, we have improved health. People who feel overworked often experience high levels of stress. And studies have shown that stress hormones can have a negative impact on the body. Boy, do they ever. Chronic stress can trigger headaches, weaken the the immune system, and wear you down emotionally. Maintaining work-life balance and harmony can help prevent illness, fatigue, and insomnia. I think that's pretty straightforward. Um, I think we can all agree that improved health, a lot of benefits coming from uh, from improved health, okay? Increased productivity. Individuals who improve their work-life balance and harmony tend to become more productive, both professionally and personally. When people feel less pressured, they're often better able to complete tasks, whether finishing a big work project repainting the guest room or, you know, even training for a marathon. Okay. The the third bullet, less burnout. Maintaining work-life harmony is essential to limiting work-related stress. Consequently, professionals who lack work-life balance and harmony often feel overwhelmed and burned out, which can impact their desire to get things done. Other symptoms of burnout may include moodiness, emotional exhaustion, and reduced performance. All right. So take that with a grain of salt. Let that process for a couple of seconds. Not a bad start, but I'm still not convinced that a work-life balance is the way to go. Not, not buying it. Let's transition over to the team at lifehack.org. Super, super good website, by the way. And I think you'll see why the idea of work-life harmony sounds so much better and how work-life balance is, is, is it's antiquated and it, it implies more stress with a simple word like balance. Okay. Okay. Here's what the team over at lifehack.org has to say. How do you usually go about your day? Do you wake up in the morning, get ready for work, and then spend the whole day looking forward to being at home and unwinding? We often hear about work-life balance having a good balance between work and personal time. While, you know, this may sound like a smart idea, it can also imply that we should dedicate at least half our time to work and sacrifice for our personal life. That just doesn't sound good. 
I mean, think of that. Like, so you know what? I'm going to read that again. You know, it may sound like a good idea, but it can also imply that we should dedicate at least half our time to work and sacrifice time for our personal life. No, man, absolutely not. Okay, so to me, that seems it's just off balance because the truth is it's nearly impossible to split your time equally between the two. And you may end up stressing yourself out if you're not able to meet that expectation of, again, big air quotes, balance. Instead, why not think of having work-life harmony instead? With this mindset, you can actually integrate work into your life in a way that feels more complete. This way... You don't need to view work and having personal time as separate. You don't need to stress yourself out. Okay, okay, great. So let's pause for a minute. I know everybody's asking. All right, Santos. How so? How do we do this? How how do we achieve? How do we achieve work life harmony? Okay, let's explain this. The difference between work life balance and work life harmony is pretty simple. With the former, there is an implication that you have to sacrifice your life for work. But this is the worst way to go about things, guys. How can you truly be at peace in your life if you dread eight hours of your day? Eight hours of your day, that's a big chunk. That's a huge chunk of your day. Work-life harmony, on the other hand, allows allows your work to be part of your life. This means that you can choose to be happy both at home and at work. No, No Work no longer needs to be seen as the bad guy or the unfun activity. Having work-life harmony also ensures you're truly present in whatever place you find yourself. Let's let's take a let's take a look at one of the big dogs, okay? Let's take a, take a look at Mr. Jeff Bezos, uh, former CEO of of, of uh, Amazon, for example. He uses a non-traditional approach to work by making time for breakfast every morning with his family, doesn't set his alarm before going to bed, schedules surprisingly few meetings, meetings work of the devil, right? And still puts aside a few minutes every day to wash his own dishes. Uh, he believes that all his staff should stop trying to achieve a balance in their work and personal lives, as that implies a trade-off. Instead, he envisions a more holistic relationship between the two. You know, as one of the world's richest men, uh, you know he's got to be doing something right. Okay, I'm gonna pause for like a few seconds there, give you my own take on it. All right. Let's let's go ahead and step into the reality shoes. Not everybody here listening in podcast land or just the average Joe is Jeff Bezos. We're all not CEOs of a, of a company. So take that advice with a grain of salt. It's all about preparation, planning, and execution. Everybody has time in their day. I promise you. Go back to the last episode that I did about the um, about the fifteen golden nuggets. Everybody has time in their day. You have to be willing to put forth the effort. Guess what? If that means you got to get up just a little bit earlier to kind of make things flow right in your day, so be it. We're all adults. Um, And I'm going to tell you right now, I feel sorry for nobody. Uh, Everybody's got five minutes. Everybody's got a few minutes in their day to kind of uh, map out and divvy out to, to the things that you need to do, especially, especially when it comes to family time. Do let's ladies and gentlemen, do let's not forget um, the ones that are supporting us and that have been there for us. Okay. Okay. How to achieve work life harmony? Rethink time management. Weird. That's what I just talked about, right? Now, now we think of uh, striking, striking a balance 
we usually associate it with time, right? How much time are we spending at work versus how much time are we spending in our personal lives? That's a big one, especially guys, especially if, you know, for those of us that are married out there, come on, that's a huge one, right? Are we taking enough time to be with our loved ones, to do meaningful activities with others or even for ourselves? Or are you just dedicating it all to work? This is the so-called balance that many struggle with. Okay, with work-life harmony, we learn to rethink time management. By reassessing how you manage your time, you'll have a lot more of it. It's incredible how much time can get wasted over the period of a day. What, 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 did, what, did, I, what did I speak of um, my last podcast? 1,440 minutes. Everybody's got the same minutes in a day especially when you're not accurately tracking it. I made a comment at, at a conference I was at a couple of weeks ago. Uh, just because you're busy does not mean you are productive. Okay? Just because you're busy does not mean you're productive. Unfortunately, unless you're consciously making an effort, your brain is not always uh, the best at making accurate judgment calls when it comes to prioritizing. It tends to have a bias towards short-term benefits and short-term costs. As there are um, uh, often many more options are brains linked to short-term benefit. When you're trying to focus on a task that gives you a long-term benefit, that task usually becomes low priority. This is otherwise known as the priority chaos. In order to overcome this and be in better control of your time, identify the tasks that need the most focus to get accomplished. If it's a big task, then it's good to break it down into smaller bite-sized actions that will provide you with a clear short-term benefit. When setting up tasks, give yourself a time limit. The brain has a bias towards short-term benefits and your attention span is limited. So if your tasks are going to take ages to complete, You'll end up losing focus and wasting time. Guys, I'm telling you, we've all been through that. I've been through that so many number of times. So I figured out if I take a, a, an arduous task that's in front of me and I kind of piece it into, into uh, you know four quarters, much more manageable, bite-sized pieces. Once you have all your tasks written down, it's time to prioritize them. Since you have a time limit, your focus should be on the top priority tasks. By doing this, you will already be able to get more done in less time at work. All right, moving on. Have passion for what you do. Managing your time is important in achieving that work-life harmony. But perhaps of greater importance is loving what you do in life. One of the most effective ways to achieve a work-life harmony is to really enjoy or find a purpose in what you do for a living. Even though everyone isn't always lucky enough to find a position that pays them for pursuing their passion, you can strive to find meaning in what you're already doing or pursue something else new entirely. Okay, makes sense? For example, say if you work in an office that sells paper. While many people wouldn't consider this a world-changing pursuit, I beg to differ. Think of all the individuals in the world that rely on paper. Look around you. There's paper everywhere, right? From creative types to quantum physics ex experts, your role at your workplace brings incredible value to many, many people all over the world. 
you will have, without a doubt, helped bring a new idea into existence. Several new ideas, to be precise. So think about what you're doing now. Is it something that allows you to embrace your passion? Very important question that you need to ask yourself. Is is what you're doing now that allows you to embrace your passion? Or perhaps you might not you might not even know what it is that you're, you know, love or enjoy doing. That's okay. Why not explore and reflect on what gives you joy and commitment? Is there an area or industry that you could see yourself exploring to experience that fulfillment? Can you find a deeper purpose in what you're already doing? When you're able to find meaning in your work, you're that much closer to achieving work-life harmony. All right, moving on. Don't be intimidated by obstacles and limitations. All right, I'm going to read that again. Do not be intimidated by obstacles and limitations, guys. They'll happen. Roadblocks, barriers, life happens. Creating work-life harmony is also about understanding yourself, which includes your limitations and past obstacles, as this allows you to become more resilient. Remember that word, resilient. If if, If you've never had to experience struggles, challenges, or setbacks, then you would never be forced to adapt and mature. So in theory, in theory... Having to face obstacles in life is actually quite necessary. You know why? Because it makes you stronger. It teaches you how to navigate a problem set. Most of us think that setbacks and obstacles are negative. Some of them are. Let's be real. Though, if you're able to maintain an optimistic attitude, you'll almost, you'll almost always have a higher chance of, of success, of overcoming Uh, those type of obstacles, and then eventually reach your goal. Now, look, I'm not sitting here and saying, you know, looking through pretty rose-colored glasses, everything is puppies and rainbows. That's that's unrealistic. Bad things are going to happen. Setbacks are going to happen. But if you choose to look at those setbacks with with, with an optimistic attitude versus, you know what, I'm a failure, screw it. I'm just, I'm I'm putting all my shit away and I'm just, I'm just going to quit. No. Quitting is not an option. Your attitude towards setbacks will define the outcome of whether you rise from the challenge or remain stuck in it. Do you want to rise from the challenge or remain stuck? So in order to achieve work uh, to achieve work-life harmony, it's important to have a resilient attitude as challenges will always come your way, especially when you strive to integrate work into your life and not a separate or dominant part of your life. Okay, we're moving on to a, um, a topic that that is near and dear to my heart. Delegate when you need to. Okay, let's be very, very, very careful with the word delegate. I'm not saying push all your work on somebody else because that's that's just that's just crappy leadership, and that you know. Um, Delegation of that of that sort, it does nobody good. All it does is is is, is cause frustration. But I happen to believe delegation equals development. When you delegate something to somebody, you are teaching them how to problem solve. You are teaching them how to research. Okay. Of course, when you want to increase productivity and minimize the time or effort spent, a great way to do so is delegate. 
If you spend a lot of time doing tasks on your own that could be delegated to others, whether it doesn't matter if it's at work or home, you know, you have teammates both at the office and at your house. You're losing a lot of precious free time that could otherwise be spent elsewhere. At the end of the day, we all have a limited amount of time. Remember, 1,440 minutes in a day. So, uh, so we should all be striving to create to create a harmonious work and living situation where we can find meaning in all that we do. While an overall goal might be meaningful, not all of the milestones or tasks needed to get there may be meaningful. That's because we have our strengths and weaknesses. Everybody's got them, guys. Likes and dislikes. We all have those. Not every task is going to be enjoyable or easy to complete. That's where delegation comes in. Delegation is, you know, simply allows you to leverage time from an external source, thus giving you opportunities to increase your own quality of time. Keep in mind that delegation should be done with deliberate attention. Otherwise, otherwise, you may end up over-relying on others. Okay, <laughs> over-relying on others, that's just a fancy way of saying that, you know what, you're pushing all your work on somebody else. So be very, very careful. If you find that you're running into that problem over, of over-delegating, then it may be time to re-evaluate your motivation for doing whatever it is that you're doing. Okay? Pretty solid. I like that. All right. Embrace the circle and become happier and more productive. Living in harmony is about feeling good about the ways in which you spend your time, despite how busy you may be. Your switch from work mode to a more personal mode should be effortless. It's about integrating your personal life and the things you love into your busy work life. Okay? It all begins with the shift in perspective. Understanding what your passions are and learning to be resilient, therefore taking a different approach to the way you manage your time and everyday tasks. These are steps that you can start taking to move away from balance to harmony. You guys can start doing that today. Well, there you have a pretty decent breakdown of why the shift has been made from work-life balance to work-life harmony. Because let's face it, if you're creating more stress by trying to balance, what are you doing? And are you really balancing? Harmony is where it's at, ladies and gentlemen. We owe it to our loved ones and we certainly owe it to ourselves. All right. As always, check me out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And finally, my website over at cmike.org. That is charliemike.org. Or, I'm sorry, cmike.org. And that's courtesy of the brilliant staff over at podpage.com. Make sure and fill out the contact form to subscribe and drop me some comments, either on my blog or on my podcast website. You can find both at cmike.org. I will close with this. This is a quote from Miss Oprah Winfrey that will hit you where it needs to once you read it, then read it again. So Miss Oprah says, I've learned that you can't have everything and do everything at the same time. Again, I've learned that you can't have everything and do everything at the same time. Charlie Mike, bye now.